What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Welcome back to the show. It's spring, which means we're entering wedding season. From buying the perfect present to finding the right outfit, weddings are expensive to attend, especially if you're in the wedding party. According to Global News, 30% of Canadian bridesmaids spend more than $500 on a friend's wedding, and 20% spend more than $1,000. Now, to me, having been in a number of weddings, these estimates seem kind of low. I've spent upwards of $2,000 just on one wedding. Today, we're speaking with an entrepreneur who wants to make weddings more affordable. Her business combines formal wear with the ease of ordering online. Mallory McEwen is the founder and CEO of Bridesmaid, that's spelt Brides, M-A-D-E. It's a Canadian company that enables wedding parties to rent and then return bridesmaid dresses as opposed to purchasing them outright. So regular listeners of the Electric Runway podcast will know we've definitely talked about the sharing economy before. This is the idea of letting go of owning something and using it and then passing it on or renting it and then passing it on. And here to help us continue that conversation is Mallory McEwen of Bridesmaid. So Mallory, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. So tell us about Bridesmaid. So Bridesmaid is a company that disrupts the wedding industry, focused on making the experience better for the bridesmaids. All of our dresses are available for rent. They're available for purchase as well, but most people come to us to rent. We focused on some simplistic designs, which are very easy to fit, as well as offering flexible fitting options based on what the bridal party's needs are. So if we've got bridal parties that have their maids spread all across Canada, we'll send them home try-on kits so they don't even need to get it together to go to a store. But we also have in-store options with partners across Canada. We host a lot of events. So overall, we're just really focused on making bridesmaid dress shopping easier. Now, for our female listeners, I think the pain point that you're solving is obvious, but for male listeners who maybe don't understand the kind of culture surrounding bridesmaid dresses and the whole experience of it. Can you explain what's the pain point that your business is solving? Yeah, well, really the pain point is that being a bridesmaid is a huge honor, but a lot of bridesmaids are complaining and they're they're mostly complaining about the cost. I mean, we we all feel honored when we're asked to stand up beside our friends, but it can be super expensive. And we know that the dress shopping part of being a bridesmaid is usually the most painful not only for the cost, but also just the experience of getting fitted and having it altered and going back to the store several times and things like that. So that's what we're really focused on alleviating for the bridesmaids. The other thing really is the waste that comes from weddings. So a pain point is that we know and we're becoming more cognizant of the fact that weddings can be very wasteful given that it's kind of one day, there are a lot of single use items. So we're doing our part in what we can on the bridesmaid dresses to kind of minimize the environmental footprint there. 
It's fantastic. It's such a great idea. As someone who's been a bridesmaid before, I totally empathize with where you're going, which is why when I came across you on social media, I said, this is a business I really want to talk to because it really is ripe for disruption. So it's great to be speaking with you and to be learning more about bridesmaid. And so what is the size of your business? How many weddings or special events do you estimate that you've serviced so far? So we've outfitted about 1,500 bridesmaids so far. So that's just over 500 weddings. And right now we're focused on Canada. Uh, We've been in market about two years, just over that. There seems to be a kind of generational difference when it comes to the way women approach wedding parties. So I'm wondering, who is your customer and what is she like? Are you finding that it's the same type of client that's coming in? Or is it a value set that you're noticing? I mean, here at Bridesmaid, internally, we have these three personas that we really target. And we've kind of noticed that it's these three personas that are shopping with us over and over again. But overall, the common thread among all of our brides and bridesmaids, but the brides are kind of the usual decision maker, the overall thread is that they're just realistic. So our customer is someone that realizes that the cost and the waste of purchasing a $300 dress that'll only be worn once is completely unnecessary. So it's the opposite of that bridezilla stereotype that we have. We have a down-to-earth bride. Yeah, precisely. Down-to-earth, realistic, doesn't want to ask her girls to spend too much, you know, wants that beautiful wedding that's on her Pinterest board but doesn't want to go overboard with it. Absolutely. So from a customer perspective, how does the rental model work? If I was going to be in a wedding party that was using Bridesmaid, what would the experience look like for me? Typically, it's the bride that comes to us first and she chooses a color. Uh, To help with that, we send out complimentary color swatches so the bride can kind of see them in natural light, compare them to other items that are going in the wedding and really kind of narrow things down on that color. From there is really when the bridesmaids typically get involved. They move on to styles and fits and things like that. So we've got six main styles that we offer for rent and for purchase, all available in both knee and floor length. Those six styles are what give the bridal parties an option for kind of any body type that might be in the bridal party. And we're seeing today that most of our parties are choosing to kind of mix and match or the brides are leaving it up to the bridesmaids to choose the style that they would like because our colors are consistent across kind of all of them. Once they've kind of narrowed down styles a little bit, it comes down to fittings. So our dresses are super flexible and they're adjustable in size. They fit very true to size. They fit like a t-shirt, but before a wedding, you still kind of want to try it on and make sure you're comfortable in it. So we've got a few options there. We will either send home try-on kits to either the bride's house, maybe while people are getting together for a shower to a bachelorette or something like that, they can make an event out of trying them on, or we will send them individually to the bridesmaids if they're widespread, because we know this day and age with millennials getting married, a lot of our bridal parties don't all live in one place. So we'll send the fitting dresses to people's homes, wherever they may be, Or if they would prefer kind of the more traditional approach, they can go into one of our partner stores. So we've got several stores across Canada. We don't have the full nation covered yet, but we've got a number of stores and we've been hosting a bunch of pop-up events in the main planning season for those who would rather kind of have that in-person experience than have the home try-on kit. 
Yeah. And I want to talk about the pop-ups in a second because that's a really interesting strategy for reaching your customers. But I just want to make sure I understand when you say mixing and matching with the dresses, this means that the bride can pick a color, but then there's a number of different styles that will work in that color that the bridesmaids can pick to suit their figures basically is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, some of our brides are still kind of coming and saying, hey, I want all my girls in this color in the sweetheart style. But a lot of them are now coming to us and saying like, hey, I've really narrowed it down to this color or these couple of colors, but whichever ones the girls are more comfortable in. And we've been really thoughtful in designing our collection to make sure that each color we've got, since that's kind of the bride's number one concern, is available in a style that would suit just about any body type. So a bit of variety there. Right. And so I read on the website that the dresses are size adjustable. What does that mean? Yeah. So we've got two main collections. The first one is the Infinity Collection. That's what we originally launched with and is still super popular today. And that's the convertible style dress that can be worn several different ways. It's two sizes fit most. So the size A fits a zero to 14 very comfortably and the size B fits a 14 to 24 and you kind of wrap them on and tie them. So those ones are super adjustable and simple. The other collection that we've got is the classic collection. So much more traditional, looks a lot more like what's on most people's Pinterest boards. But they were specially made for the rental collection to alleviate the need for alterations. So they're adjustable in the sense that, firstly, they're easy to fit and they fit like a t-shirt. And what I mean by that is, I know that I wear a medium almost anywhere. And for me in our dresses, the medium fits me best. The small also fits, I can get through a wedding in it. The large also fits, but a medium is what fits me best and what I would expect. And they've got some adjustable features in them like elastic, hidden elastic in the waist on all of them. They've got ties around the waist which help you to cinch it. Some tie at the shoulder or at the neck. They're all A-line and flowy over the hips so you never really have to worry about whether or not the hip area works. Just things like that to get around the need to alter. And so what's the price point? You know, we know that women spend a lot of money on their bridesmaid dress. So let's talk about money. Um, How much does it cost to rent the dresses? So our base price on any dress that we have, we've really simplified things, is just $100. So that's no matter which collection it is, what length, anything like that, $100 is the base price. You can save $20 a dress to rent, so you can rent for 80 if you're ordering more than six months before the wedding. So giving us some time to make sure uh, everything's in place and we don't have to pay for rush shipping and things like that enables our customers to save. So 80 if they book early, 100 is the base price. And then if they're in the last minute, meaning under three months to their wedding, kind of coming to us in a pinch and we've got to deal with some rush shipping and things like that, it's just an additional $20. And all of our prices include shipping both ways on the rentals. They include cleaning when they come back, the packaging and everything to send that in. I mean, when you tell your bridesmaids it's $100, it is $100. 
Yeah, absolutely. And for those who have never bought a dress before, I mean, I've paid $300, $500, $600 for dresses for bridal parties before. So it's quite the savings, especially if you have a few weddings a year. So that's fantastic. And as I understand it, although weddings are your core business, you also have other offerings in formal wear. Can you talk about that? So recently we launched 151 Charlotte, which is a sub-brand focused on prom. And that takes the colors and styles from our rental collection that are more suitable for the younger audience or for prom and things like that and kind of has just pivoted to target that market a little bit with the rental model. So far, there's been a lot of uptake and a lot of interest there as well. I imagine. I remember how expensive my prom dress was back in the day, and I think I wore it once after that. So the option of renting it is certainly appealing. Okay, so I'm wondering now, you know, we've heard about the sharing economy and rental services. How do you see yourself competing with, you know, rental services like Rent the Runway in New York or Rent Frock Repeat in Canada? What's your main point of differentiation? The biggest thing is that we don't really target the same customer as someone who would be looking at Rent the Runway's offerings for their wedding party. So Rent the Runway dresses are very high-end designer, uh, very chic, uh, unique, I guess I would say. Whereas our collection is very much your traditional bridesmaid dress. So if you're kind of that realistic bride that has pinned a bunch of stuff on Pinterest and is super picky about color and things like that, we're the option for you. If you want something very unique and chic, you're probably looking at Rent the Runway or Rent Frock Repeat or something like that. Actually, I saw recently that Rent Frock Repeat is pivoting into subscription workwear and clothing like that. So they're kind of out of this space right now. But Rent the Runway is definitely very much still in. And I would just say they focus on a different customer than us. And the biggest thing I would say is that they focus on kind of the big city customer, whereas we focus on, I mean, one of our main personas is small town Samantha. So that very realistic bride who wants the look that's on her Pinterest board. And so right now you're in Canada only. Do you have, you were mentioning possibly plans to expand to other areas. Can you tell us about that? For sure. So right now we're really focused on making sure the foundation is very cleanly laid in Canada and we've got perfect execution as we do so far before we grow too quickly. We do have our sights set on growing to the U.S. next there were a couple of rental companies that started in the U.S. that uh, that aren't around any longer, but uh, there's some room for us there for sure. So we're thinking probably 2021 is when we will be actually operating in the U.S. If someone comes to us and is you know desperate to rent a dress from outside of Canada, we'll certainly have our stylist chat with them and see if we can work something out. Uh, Just due to duty and brokerage and things like that as products cross the border, we haven't fully expanded yet since we're operating out of a Kitchener, Ontario warehouse. You mentioned that you partner with other retailers so that women can actually go into the store and try on the dress. I was wondering, is it a conflict of interest for sales staff who are working in these more traditional bridal boutiques and formal wear boutiques to recommend renting dresses as opposed to buying them, especially because a lot of these sales staff are based on commission. Has that been a point of contention as you expand? We haven't seen that so far. Only only a few of our partners are already offering bridesmaid dresses. 
Actually, many of our partners were previously offering Alfred Angelo bridesmaid dresses, um, but Alfred Angelo went out of business about two years ago. So they, those partners, when we kind of became their bridesmaid dress partner, they didn't have bridesmaid dresses anymore. So for many of our partners, we are kind of their bridesmaid dress offering of choice. For a couple of them, they do carry other bridesmaid dresses. I haven't seen it become a conflict of interest yet. I imagine their commission may be a little bit higher from selling a more expensive dress, but I also find that, you know, an effective sales representative is going to sell what is suitable for that customer that's in the store. And if the customer is looking for something around a $100 price point, then, you know, we're the option that'll look for them. If they're willing to and want to flex to maybe something uh, up around $300, I mean, then the sales rep will guide them in that direction and they're just not the right customer for us. I guess you're really winning if the customer is walking into these retail locations and saying, hey, I heard that you have bridesmaid dresses here for rent. Can you show me those? And so that actually leads to my next question is how do you reach your customer, your small town Samantha and the different profiles that you talked about? Uh, Social media has been a huge part of kind of our marketing and advertising to reach our customers. We've also gotten a decent amount of PR since we are disrupting this traditional industry and PR has helped us to kind of reach a more broad audience than social did in the kind of original days. Outside of that, we have recently started to work on some more localized marketing because we found that many of our customers who have found us and come to value us, really value the fact that we are a Canadian business. So having some more localized approaches with marketing and advertising, like local newspapers and magazines and things like that, kind of resonate with that small town Canadian customer. So we're branching that direction now, which we hadn't really done a lot previously. But overall, social media is what let us kind of hit the ground running and get those first 1,500 bridesmaids really quickly. With pop-ups, which you mentioned earlier, this is a great way to have high visibility in an area for a short period of time. Can you talk about what your pop-ups look like, where you've done them, and what you're learning about your customer as you do them? So our pop-ups are really focused on giving that customer the opportunity to chat with a stylist in person and to get some styling and color and fitting advice in person uh, because through the home try-on kits, they don't really get that personal service as much and it's really our personal service that we get most of our positive reviews about. So the goal of the pop-ups is to give our customers that in-person experience that they desire with the main focus being on finding the fit. How we go about it, I mean, the pop-ups are really just events that are a full slate day of fittings. We send a stylist or two stylists, depending on how busy we're expecting it to be. We pop up either in a store that would be popular for people in our target audience. So there's kind of a win-win relationship for that store, meaning they resonate with our brand. So that's wonderful for us. They're able to gather a commission and get some new foot traffic by us having the event in their location. So that's how many of them are done. Some of our pop-ups we do in hotels that resonate with our customers. So uh, kind of focus on having that sort of private experience at a hotel to see the dresses and try them on and chat with a stylist. It really just depends on the location. We choose the locations 
mostly based on customer demand. So we've got people coming into our inbox or into our chat or commenting on things on Facebook or Instagram saying, oh geez, I really wish you guys would come up to Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And as we see those requests then come in a couple of times, we say, all right, we'll book a trip and we'll send some stylists up to Northern Ontario and take care of that kind of market. We learn a ton and we ensure that any employee that works for us within their first kind of three months of working for us attends one of our pop-ups or one of our events or fittings or something like that because our customers, they vary and we get to learn a lot in person about why they chose us. And we found, although our customers have a very common thread being that they're realistic, we find that there are a few distinct characteristics that really make us them choose us. For example, some really care about the cost. They say, hey, I don't want my spent girls to have to spend any more than $100 and that's why I want to rent for my wedding. Whereas others come and they say, hey, like, I don't care about cost at all. I just don't want to buy a dress and have that textile go to landfill because I know it's only going to be worn once. So I'm here to rent because why would we ever buy based on the waste? And then we've got other customers that come and say, like, I don't even want to rent. I want to buy from you, but I'm interested in bridesmaids because... The fitting is so much easier and I couldn't get all of my girls together to go into one store. So some of us are coming to this event and others are gonna order a home trying kit to their place on the other side of the country and things like that. So long story short, in these events, we get that physical touch point with our customer, which is different because most of our staff works from an office, an e-commerce office on the day to day. And we really learn why they became our customer. Fantastic. That's why pop-ups are so valuable for companies such as yours. That's very interesting to hear. I have a wedding coming up this summer. What are some trends that I should try to incorporate into my outfit? Or can you give me any advice? Um, This summer, what I'm really seeing for trends comes down to color. So the dusty sort of muted colors are super popular. Still seeing a lot of blush, nude pink dusty rose, colors like that, dusty blue is huge. I've actually noticed, so so in the past couple years, coral as a color was super popular for destination weddings, but we didn't sell or rent a lot of it outside of destination weddings. But this year we've had a lot of swatches and a lot of fittings for coral. And my hypothesis there is because coral was the Pantone color of the year, so It's kind of taking the wedding scene by storm a little bit. So a lot of like muted, dusty colors and then bright coral. Oh my gosh, I better get my tan on then if coral's (laughs) gonna be the way we go. Mallory, thank you so much for your time. How can people follow you and stay in touch with Bridesmaid? Thanks for having me. People can find us at bridesmaidmade.ca online or we're pretty active on Facebook and on Instagram especially, that's also at bridesmaid.ca. Great, we'll put the links up on Electric Runway. Thank you so much for your time.
That was my conversation with Mallory McEwen, the founder and CEO of Bridesmaid. Once again, that's spelt Brides, M-A-D-E. We'll put the link up on Electric Runway. That's also where you'll find all past and future episodes of the show. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, or wherever the best podcasts are found. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future.